Leighton, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. We're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. Okay, it's that time again. Welcome to Pottercast. One f- f- guys, which one is it? One f- 53. It's Pottercast. OMG. I got My all bad. messed up because we had a live show last week and it's been so long that... We did. Once again, I'm Melissa. I'm here with John, Sue, and Frack. And we have a wonderful show Hello. in store for you this week. All right, so uh, what do we have in store for you this week? We have Phoenix Files, which will be talking about the battle scene in the Ministry. Second to last one ever. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yep. Speaking of the Ministry, we have a discussion of the break-in into the Ministry in... Deathly Hallows. We'll be discussing the the exciting prequel that we know nothing about of Harry Potter Woo-hoo! in Mechanic <laughs> So that'll be a really just chock full of information segment and lots of tomfoolery over in the drums. So Sue, what's what's <laughs> happening in the world of the Harry Potter? Um, I, I, you know, there's there's been so much news. I know last week uh, you were down in, in Florida. Um, I really really want to take a few minutes. I know this is this um. Sad news, but I, I would like to talk about this. This is a big, big thing happened. On May 23rd, a young man went out with his brother. They went to a nightclub, and there was a, a senseless act of violence took place, and this young man was stabbed to death. And this young man was named Robert Knox, and he was to play the part of the uh, Ravenclaw student named Marcus Belby, who's, and he will be appearing in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Wow. This is, you know, just yeah. as Cedric was killed just unexpectedly and something at the you know and and when he was young man like this so too is this young man taken from us and it's it's very uh, it's been hard for a lot of the fans because even though we had not met this you know hadn't any knowledge and this is just a a minor part a lot of fans were kind of shaken by just the senseless violence of it and um it's very tragic and obviously we all it's just it's a shame i was i was most disgusted with the newspapers that I watched by with the huge headline, Harry Potter star killed. Totally, you know, playing up on the, oh my gosh, everybody, when it, when you read that, you think Dan mm-hmm. Radcliffe. Or, you know, they're just, uh, I just made me, made me cringe at, at how it, it can take something tragic like that and twist it into, hey, look at my paper. But, ah, uh, that's just... Whatever. I don't think any of the four of us are surprised at this point. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I don't think any of the four of us are surprised at this point with yeah. the yeah. So uh, no. Yeah. yeah. It is it's still it disappointing. Is very, very, yeah. It's, it's I mean, and not to say that he's not a star, but we, no, he hadn't been seen in this frame right. yet. He, you yeah. know, and so to to capitalize on his death that way is really just. Do we do we have much knowledge on exactly what happened? Um. Yeah. He was. Yeah, we do. I mean, it was, uh, he was in a, his brother was actually in a bar and, um, a guy had come up to his brother actually and pulled a knife on him. And then, uh, a friend came over and said, Oh, look, your brother's being harassed by this guy. And he went to aid his brother. And then the guy ended up stabbing, um, Robert Knox five times. Five times. Oh my gosh. Do we know it was was his older or younger brother? Uh, he went to his, his brother was younger. And then was his brother. Okay. 
Um, I think he got. I think he got injured, but I believe he's all right now. Yeah, imagine that brother. Oh, you imagine. You know, it's just it's just we live in a world. You know, it's so hard because there's so been so much tragedy. You know, I mean, in China and the cyclone and just all these terrible things. But then, yet here's another senseless act of violence taking another life, and it's just um, like you said, it's just like capitalizing on being an actor. But here's just a young young. You know, like we are in the fandom, like you were just in, in a comic, you know, in a comic convention. We, and we, we embrace all the actors. It doesn't matter what the role. We embrace them all. And, uh, and uh, I think that's... Well, it was heartening to see the fans, yeah. the outpouring of emotion over somebody they'd never seen, but just knowing that he was part of the Harry right. Potter yeah. um, phenomenon, part of the Harry Potter <laughs> world. And then, you know, just, it's, that's, that's really yeah, nice. Yeah, it was. It was very nice. Once again... Yeah. Again, the overwhelming goodness of the fandom speaks up, so yeah. that's great. All right, can we move on from this? Yes, to happier news. We have some bigger, happier, happier news. news. We have two. Yes, we do. We have actually some kind of big news. And the fact that Joe, J.K. Rowling, has written a actual new bit of Harry Potter material. In two forms, actually. In one... Oh is for a prequel to the series. And there were note cards, yeah. Melissa. <laughs> I know. Don't remind memories. me of note cards and auctions, okay? Yeah. <laughs> dredging up years um, of memories here. <laughs> yes, it does. Wait till you guys read it. It is so incredible. Oh, John. Oh, we're going to be so pleased. Somewhere like 190, something like that. Did you just oh, make that up or did you actually read the news? Oh, nice. I've, I've read the card. Uh-huh. He read the news. He read the news. I yeah. know. I was trying yeah. to catch him. I thought you were going to get him. Failed. Frankie, he confunded me with his wit. <laughs> I, I thought you had him there. What? Yeah, I, I figured it was subtle enough just to... I thought he was going to say... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, aha! You were wrong, my friend! <laughs> prequel, we're going to talk no. more about this with all you the knowledge we have of it, which is none, in a segment. <laughs> in a, uh, <laughs> right. Stay right. tuned for we'll a segment in a canon conundrum yes. later in the show. Yes. But let's... let's <laughs> How is it different than, than any other canon conundrum? Okay, we should make sure, though, though that the um, this card is up for a charity auction. I just want to make sure that uh, it's going to be part of a charity auction on June 10th. And um, that the contents of the card will be revealed online for everybody to see on June 11th. Oh. So we will know. You know, it's just nothing that she's going to keep hidden away like that other note card that the winner never shared with us. Oh. Even we saw the book. But Now, when does... I, my understanding, they're publishing Correct. it as well, right. along with the other authors yes. who donated to um, this That comes out in August, when and that it is available published? for pre-order. It's like five pounds in the UK, so which is about $10 here in the US. And they Waterstones does um, ship internationally, so and you can we have the link on Leaky, so you can go order it and pre-order it right now, and it'll come to you in August. See, I would imagine that they wouldn't put it online until, you know, yeah. that came out just to help well, bolster the sales thing. of that for the charity. Yeah. And I honestly, I wouldn't be offended because as long as the proceeds yeah, to the, those sales go to charity, but well, I'm not complaining because we get a reason. The, the people are just going to type it in on their, their, their live journals, their Facebooks, their MySpace. Like, what's the point? Just put it sure, online sure. And, and people will be able mm. to read it. And if they, want to, if they want to support the charity, they can. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's, you know, I, I mean, see. Neil that's, Gaiman, that's and there's a whole lot, there's 12 other authors that contributed to anything. Plus, right. there's the contest, Waterstones, as we talked about a few weeks ago, is having a contest that you can submit your own things, and you could be part of this book, too. So it's kind of a cool thing. It's also charity. Go for it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, speaking of the other thing of Go Joe, um, Joe has also been, um, as we've, we've talked about, there is a new um, 10th anniversary of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. How about that? And new stuff. We don't. What do you think it is? Joe, it's, you it's know, I asked, <laughs> I asked. Did them, you? And they're like, 
Sorry, can't tell you. I was like, I don't, know, I don't know why I even ask anymore. Like, what? <laughs> you know, so all they will say is that there is new J.K. Rowling material Wait. in there. Material. I don't know. Did what do you, you mean new is material? It information? Is it a sketch? I heard I it's a that sketch. she wrote one chapter additional to the book from Hagrid's point of view. Dur <laughs> really? During the, everything that was going on, yeah. Well, Dalvish was I'm busy back in Sorcerer's Stone time, so he wasn't around really very much. But you know, you know what I'm thinking, though? That this whole 10-year anniversary thing, I'm loving this, and I hope this happens for every book, because I tell you, I, I say right now, right here and now, on Podcast 154, for the 10-year anniversary edition of Deathly Hollows, we need to have another midnight release party somewhere in the country. For this book. Oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be fun. A 10-year anniversary of that night, uh, and some bookstore, some huge bookstore needs to stay open for a midnight release of uh, of that. And, and we can all dress up in costumes and be 10 years older and laugh at the old pictures. Uh-uh. I'm not aging it'll anymore, be, John. I've stopped it'll aging. It'll be fun. I've stopped aging. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. How, how old will I be? I don't even want to think about it, but it'll be it'll be so much fun. And I, do you guys think, think that they'll actually release ten year anniversaries of all the books, or just this one time thing for Sorcerer's Stone? I'm guessing that this is the only one that'll be such a production that maybe they'll just put out separate covers, kind yeah. of quiet, more quietly for the others. You know, you can't do yeah. this seven times. No. Yeah, as the yeah, the I would be fine with doing it for Sorcerer's Stone and then doing it again for Death of Yeah, I agree. That'd be cool. At least so big. I want I, like yeah. they should they should make different covers for all the tenth anniversary editions, <laughs> but make a big deal out of just the the first and the last. Yeah, totally. I, as you know, I, I guess we have ten years to convince them, nine years to convince them to uh, to, to publish a, a special copy of it, so we can go crazy over it. It's almost been a whole. It's almost been a whole year since it came out. Crazy. That's right. Wow. <laughs> because about this time we were in New Orleans for crazy. for Phoenix Rising, you know, and yep. you know. And we were gearing up for a tour. Holy. Ah! <laughs> so I think it's a, that book is pre-order. It's available for pre-order, by the way, if you want to get, get that. And um, be sure to click in our galleries. We have the high-res photo of the new artwork from Grand Prix of the new Harry. And um, I think it's really pretty cool. Pretty, it, it is. Yeah, it's pretty beautiful. She uh, really had given an... It's Harry against the... Frack approved. <laughs> Frack approved. She gave yeah, she right? did it with time. You know, and you were talking about the covers. You know how, I mean, I was just thinking about a year ago. We were talking about, remember the conversation we had about when the cover art came out? It was just all this. And Mary Graham Prey said that she liked doing the covers because she deliberately chose the colors and the, and that to show hints and shadows. The mood in the book is often set by the, the sound, a soft color, a shadow. And so she deliberately, said she deliberately tried to do that with her covers and I was like, oh, lady, if you only knew. Wow. <laughs> if you understood how much we all. But it's so beautiful. <laughs> yes, it is. The, the cover the is, is that, that beautiful moment in book one where Harry sees his family through the mirror of Arisen. And it's just yes. awesome. Yeah. It's one of it's the best. It's Joe's favorite part of the book, too. Isn't it Joe's favorite scene of like any Harry Potter book that she yeah. did? Yeah. Well, such a powerful scene. Imagine this orphan being able to see his, you know, his parents. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. And it makes and it makes the whole epilogue uh, so much more appropriate when you think about what his heart's yes. desire was and yes. to you know be be with mm. family. Yeah, and there he is mm -hmm. with his family. Yep. All right. Well, it's, no. that's one of the things that I can't stand when people. Not can't stand. I mean, I understand it if it's their right, but I I I so vehemently disagree when people don't like the epilogue. 
because Harry g goes where he was always, where he always want, what he always wanted the most was a family and normalcy and, you know, being kind of boring and having kids and love and things that he didn't get to grow up with. And like, that may be boring for adventure book readers, See, I wouldn't but even argue that's, that's, you know, even boring. that's what he wanted. That's, and that's why I just love it so much, you know? Well, honestly, what do people expect when they complain about this? Do they want there to be a new evil out there already? When, when Joe said that she's not going to write any more books, well, would we I really think, want to you know, sit there and think there's I think people a think new evil? that it's a little bit sappy and maybe a little trite and maybe a little bit um, like an easy end, like, a, like a, oh, he got everything he wanted. But <laughs> come on. <laughs> The kid fought for he not get everything seven he years wanted. of his life. Leave him alone. Let yeah. him get everything he wants. Like, let him get the girl and get some love and have it be sappy. This is the end. Oh. You know? And it is. I mean, you know, think about the end of the television shows you've seen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the, the movie He's already probably, he's probably already shortened his life expectancy about 20 years from all that stress of that seven years. And, so. and not to mention, I mean... A dark power. He's still, like he's like in his thirties. He's got 120 years left of his life. He may he may yet see another dark power. You know, you have no like. This is just where yeah. he is right then. That's yeah. why Joe needs to write that For book real. about Albus Severus. She said that's the name that most interests her. Do it, Joe. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're ready for it. Um, just we had an official update from Miss Emma Watson on her website that filming is principal photography at least is done on harry potter and Hapla prince woohoo and i believe you you guys Yay. might have talked a little bit about that all last back. week somewhere where were you all in florida right it was lovely that was that was, was florida. fun that was awesome i got sunburned did you, you didn't, yeah you didn't get it wasn't Why? painful sunburn it was, was it? painful sunburn for a night i was for outside for one, one hour this is not for now we'll talk about this in the drums can 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 yeah yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about what Natalia Tennis said. Oh, man. She is funny. Okay. She, that girl, has no filter. She just I'm talks. a little jealous of you to meet it's her. It's amazing. It's great. It's such a free, like, thank God, because sometimes it's hard to get, like, the real mm -hmm. details when you do an interview because everybody's so kind of careful and dancing around it. And Natalia Tana, she just goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So basically, she told us that, yes, there is no, there's no Dumbledore's funeral in the sixth film. Um, and also that the Remus Tonks relationship is a bit like it's off script, like it's, it's, it's hand holding and touching and, you know, like it's obvious they're together, but it's not really written into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you assumed. Which if, that's, I, I'm fine with that. That's a valid. Which is, yeah, it's better than not having a minute at all, yeah. you know? And it's something you can't do in a book. You have to write it in a book. So excellent, yeah. you know, get, get something off the book and onto the visual, translate it, translate it well. And then the other stuff that you have to layout can can take precedence you know some people were theorizing that instead of the uh floor uh wedding in deathly hollows that we would see tonks and remus wedding just because we haven't really seen much hmm. of that weasleys and that uh it'd be kind of random i know i'm still disappointed well, we don't get to meet charlie even in six Bill. i don't think she is right uh i don't think she floor? was cast yeah no. she's not in the movie no you know, I can. Oh, the actress. It was terrible. No, she's not. I can kind of see them cutting the wedding from. Yeah, Saturday. I can too. But they. <gasps> yeah, I don't I want. Them, I'd love I to want see it, to, but that's more from a fan, like just a desire right. to see it. I can't see it serving yeah. a, a mm -hmm. fulcral importance in the seventh. Well, movie. you know, it, it was interesting. Well, yeah, it would be interesting leave. if it was, because think about at any other time in a Harry Potter movie, we've had. A long period of time, a long scene without Dan Radcliffe in it. Well, that that's another reason why they might not do it. That'd be so confusing yeah. for people. Uh, they cast some random redhead dude that no one's ever Aww. seen before. 
I could see if they were going to do that scene, I could yeah. see them doing it with right. an invisibility cloak. And so you can see him like yeah, under it rather than if they were going to do that. But like you said, I think there is just yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to translate into a film. What do we that's do without point, Dan? You know, him being under Paul. Barney. Dan. I did too. But They're I really yellow. wanted to see Luna at the yeah. wedding. Well, I mean, they might have to make some excuse for some gathering so that there can be Right. Yeah, they'll have to be. And the yeah. industry can break, the, you know, so that they can have. Yeah. They can do you know? Yeah. They could be out having s'mores or something in the s'mores. music backyard yes. and as they do every night. Chilling. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Weenie roast. Out of out of what? Making s'mores out of what fire are snakes. These fire snakes? Out of fire snakes. I really want to see these things. I think it's a fire snake that happened at the end of the fifth movie with the oh. uh, Voldemort. Yeah, but those are really intense. Those are they Frack, I thought you were Moochka. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we know how to defeat them, though, because we saw Dumbledore yeah. do it. What? Okay. okay. <laughs> Magic. Speaking of him. You got it. That'll teach us. we move along talk to actually Magic. talk about the movie now that we're controlling? I was going to... I was going to swing a rake at it, but magic will probably work better. Uh, yes. That probably is a good segue yeah. to go over to All right, what else? done with the well, what else happened? What else did we talk about in last week's show? I mean, uh, Devin was hilarious about Seamus and how he he's like the stupidest just, wizard ever. Yeah. And he, I love that. He would blow things up. He's, and he's stuff up like that was magic. really funny. I love it. I know a lot of people are like, well, why don't they read all the books? And Guys, they're actors, you know? And I like Ambin is different because he is pivotal in all these movies. But I can understand Natalia Tana like only reading for her character, you know? Um, yeah. And because she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't need all that. So, you know, they, they take yeah. it, they're actors. They don't take it as seriously as we do. And that's fine. As long as they do a good job, I don't care. You know? Yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, and didn't she? She read the after she read the fifth yeah. one. She read the sixth one on her own accord. Yeah, yeah now she's and all so into it. Now she's all upset you know. When and that seems to be the common all. story. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing like me. I didn't start reading the books Aww. until after I saw the third movie. I just so love how they like, said that at least the, with, the, with, the, the with the theme park. At least they have jobs forever. If they're they're out of work, they can just ask to go work yeah. at the theme park for the rest of their lives. Permanent face characters. That's fantastic. did you did did you um. Did you ask I was British, Hugh, so could be a random Hugh about um, Colin, you know, about uh, oh, Colin Greeby? Jess about being emo and all that kind of stuff. Remember how we had talked about it before? I just thought it was kind of funny that we got to interview him. Well, it's so oh, funny well, because you, we, yeah. we didn't find out that he was going to be there until like the day before or something. So it was it was so hilarious because we've talked about Hugh Mitchell here about his music and stuff. And it was just kind of this funny random, oh, ex-Harry Potter cast member, you know. Here's his here's his fun band's MySpace, and then all of a sudden we were sitting on a yes. stage with him, and it was so it was just completely bizarre. Yeah, what he does he like look like? His brother. voice is deep. Oh yeah. yeah, maybe a little. He bit. looks like a Hanson oh. brother. Yeah. Which Hanson like, brother? Long hair, stringy. The, Which one? Oh, the like I don't girl. think they look like girls and horses. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that wasn't an insult. Sorry. I'm sorry, Hanson. I apologize. I grew up on Mbop. I was 15 when that came out. Actually, their, their later music is actually pretty good. Anyway. I admit it. I am a Hanson fan, everybody. Uh-oh. I am. Oh, uh, their later music is actually pretty excellent. Wow. Check them out. Oh, gosh. Okay. but So that must have been cool, though, just on. to talk yeah. to him. Because like, we miss you, Colin. We miss you. It was bizarre. I was like... I was all nervous. I you were nervous. nervous. It was so cute. Because you weren't nervous at all around J.K. Rowling. But around four actors <laughs> no, from the film. No, see, I will... I'll tell this to anybody. I See, I know J.K. Rowling 
gets it and she gets us and she gets the obsession and there's there's no feeling embarrassed about anything in front of JK Rowling. And then and then like like I said, it's hard it's hard to come up with questions for them because you don't want to geek out too much because they don't know what you're talking about necessarily. So then then it just gets to a general interviewee interviewing subject which is not where I've ever been good at. So I, I don't know. It was difficult for me. Well, I loved when somebody yeah. asked them about anime and they were like, what's that? You know, it was cute. Yeah. It was like a reminder that yeah. they're not the geek level that we are, you know? So. I think that's actually the one question that got cut oh. out of the show. Oh, well, there you go, guys. Oh, secrets revealed. <laughs> there we go. No, yeah. there, there was one other question, right? There was one other question. Oh, I want to say it. It's no, funny. No, we're not going to talk about it here. We're moving on yeah. right now. Do it. <laughs> the people there will know. Right. We'll anyway. All right. Yes, we, we need on? to talk about Phoenix Files and other stuff. All right. Let's, yes, let's... Operate on so over let's finish to up the Phoenix, Phoenix Files. Up. Mm. up, up, up. She will be there when we get there. Who was Melissa? Phoenix Files. So guess what, guys? There's way too much Phoenix yeah, Files more to content. do that we thought we were going to do this week. So we get... Phoenix Files from the fireworks up until the little line well, that Luna see. gives. Oh, we fly, of course. We fly, of course. go after the minister. Well, let's see how far we get. Because we got less far than we expected to last week, last time. So. Yeah. We have goals. Okay. Let's start plowing through it. Fireworks. Bam. Harry's, fireworks. Bam. Harry's all fainted. Now we have Sirius. He's seeing Sirius in the, in the ministry. So Harry starts falling and seeing Sirius at, at the 97... Bro, yeah. thing. Harry, Harry has a sugar. Loaf. Yeah, he does have a sugar. Loaf. And Hermione's all, "What's Harry's?" <laughs> they give him some candy, and they start and running. That's a big plan. But now we have the famous. Don't you have a fame saving people thing? <laughs> does she? She didn't yeah. say that in the movie. She only says that in the book. In the movie, she says like, "What if it's a trick?" Well, for this yeah. reason, rightfully so. They're all doubting Harry as per usual. Hermione, the voice of reason, yet well, again. Did have yeah. doubted him more. They don't always doubt Harry. Only when he says that Snape's the mean of mean person of everything. <laughs> but now, Aunt, tell me this: if they did not go to the ministry, if Harry decided to say, "Well, maybe it's just a vision," and looking mm-hmm. at Hermione, would they have had this battle? Nope. Would Voldemort have been exposed at that moment? Nope. Would Fudge have had his reign uh, terminated and no. been replaced? Yeah, but also Sirius would be alive. So. <gasps> Whoa! Well, to, you know, you exchange this. John. John Noey. <laughs> Email <laughs> alert. Email, Email alert. I'll tell you right now. And we will God. help them. Watch out. On you. Hey, I love canon Sirius. I, I have no... I don't have much sentiment to movie Sirius. Movie Sirius oh, was on Friends. What, but what does it care? What do you care? <laughs> the difference. I think I think yeah he's he's been doing it well I don't know whatever anyway so they get into Umbridge Umbridge's office and I just love that the I love cats those cats still I'm sorry. prowling around their frame yes yeah <laughs> so cool. okay does anybody else think that that one cat that ran out the little door is the same little kitten on her brooch that's what I think yes Ooh. could be yes yeah. that makes spy, sense and that she went to go cat. tell her. Meow. but how would she communicate <laughs> it what would she say <laughs> a little cat meow because it's magic. <laughs> 
A little cat butt. Well, I mean, come on you now, think, think of it. Is a cat that cat is probably like Mrs. Norris. Norris. Mrs. Norris talks to Filch, and she rats out all the, the kids all yeah. the time, so, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. but speaking of photos, I mean, creepily, we also have a photo of... Cornelius Fudge on the test. Yes. <laughs> you know, you, you don't know who's no. watching no. you. The photos there. But I don't think they ca- travel they're, in they're photos the way that they person do. captioned in the moment. Portraits. No. Right. It's not like they can go to all their photos. But I think the clear intention behind them walking in and that cat leaving was very clear that that the cat was in oh, yeah. umbrage. Well, I'm looking at her brooch right now and I don't think she's wearing it, to be honest. Hang on. Well, whether or not it's the brooch, I think that the cat was informing Umbridge that they were in her office. How else would she have known? And why show the shot of the cat leaving the, the picture? I don't know. The cat was annoyed. As cats, cats are curious. Annoyed. Oh, cats are curious. Oh, now now Whoa. you're a cat lover. I'm a cat expert. Um, you need huh? to get a cat. For Having sure. never owned any cats. I can tell you. I just want to know why they sit, they're in such a hurry, but they stop to change their clothes. Does that? It's, it's transfigured. It's magic. Does that strike anybody else's? No, I, I noticed that too. But I just figured that was so ridiculous. Continuity errors. So they just didn't think that people would notice. Like, you know? yeah. We can't waste a minute. But I want to look it's good. So for Hollywood. So let's it's go because change. the kids at Hollywood are too too concerned <laughs> with Hollywood and their Hollywood blogs and Lindsay Lohan and whatnot. So they had. Yeah. Well, sure. They're into it. They're into the front of their mirrors and everything else. Oh, stop. Okay. Now, why can't? Why couldn't? Like, if I was in the Wizarding World, I'd have one outfit, and every day I would squirgify it and then transfigure would it into something smell, different. Would you smell though? Would it be clean? Yeah, but then it might why change. It might change. It depends on how good of a, ma- of a magician you are, and then it, a wizard you are, and then it might change at an inopportune moment. So, like, you're on like a date and you're wearing a nice suit, and it might and change the spell into might your work, underwear. That's not good. Well, I would I would start it out as a nice suit, and then transfigure. Then why would you get a nice suit to transfigure like into something else? Dobby's gonna get worn out or whatever the hell it is. It doesn't it doesn't it get worn, worn out. out. Yeah, yeah, it's it wearing it the whole yes, it All those robes you hear all the time about. No, you hear about things wearing out all the time. You know, like Ramus's robes are always tattered. And yeah, because the magic manipulates the matter. Down, it doesn't you know? make the matter like go away or reappear unless you vanish it or conjure it. <laughs> we say with authority. Do you understand that I would, I would oh, be a, a much better, a much better wizard than these people you're speaking of? So, oh, okay, Dumbledore, what happens next in the scene? What happens next? Don't they get okay? They're in there and they try to use the fireplace, and they're all like, um, "No, Harry, we're all in this together, and we're all." When are you gonna get it? We're going together. We're in this together, yeah. and then Umbridge is like, "Yes, you are." Dun, dun, dun. Yes, you are. You all getting group detention spankings, and she brings in her Slytherin posse to punish them. No, she's well. The Slytherin posse has now caught everybody. Right, yeah, like, That's right. Yeah. And and uh, who comes in? But our friend Severus Snape. Argus Snape. No, John. John has you uh, watched the movie? <laughs> I know. He did a great job. I love Snape he's in awesome. the scene. Yeah, me too. He's, so, he's perfect, quintessential Alan Rickman. What, what, what is that line? It says, which, which, a, what boys in him, it would matter to me or something like that. I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. I, you would and have he, my greatest uh, uh, sympathy yes, or something. Yes. You know, unless greatest you want to poison him, which, you, you know, which you'd have my greatest sympathy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I also like how he was the one to Yeah, that was nice. Show. Because it was, yeah. a, that was a nice way of just kind of. Which was nice. Yeah. Giving that without being like, hey, Cho didn't really da da da. Yeah. Yeah, and Harry's all, oh man, I should have listened to her. I'm a jerk. Oh, I know. 
He blew it. He blew his chance. So Umber just going off the deep end, as we expect her to, from having read the book years prior. And she's going to use the Cruciatus Curse. And doesn't she, like, yeah. put the little, the little fudge picture frame, like, face yeah. down? Or, so that yeah, he can't right? see it. <laughs> so he see. And Hermione, like, freaks Which is out, hilarious. You know? But she's yeah. not. I'm watching. She's not wearing her pocket. porch pin at all. Yeah, isn't? Maybe it's in her pocket. So she, she took it off. She's got. He's got Padfoot at the place where it's hidden. Yeah, which is clever. Which you know, Snape did go and inform the order. Yeah, he did right away. He did. He did. But see, you don't. You don't realize well, that. Sorry, you on, don't realize on. that though when you're watching the movie that that was Snape that actually does that when they show up later on. Do you? I mean, they never make that clear. No, they never do that whole. Yeah, they never do that download of like here are all the answers yeah. the way they do. Yeah. You know, elsewhere. Uh, the girl with the black hair in the back, I guess that's a stand-in pansy until they who? have the new one a bit. Is that a stand-in pansy? Well, it's a, like a, it's, I guess it would be like a pansy Par- Parkinson character, yeah. but they don't really have a, you know? Right. Jamie's holding Emma. Didn't, didn't they recast her again? They for did. Emma there's, a new, there's a new one. Mm-hmm. I get, have we I, seen photos? We have like an actor photo. Yes. Her, right? her name is Scarlett Byrne. What color hair does she have? Black. Mm. But it's long. She's got long hair. Yes. So anyways, Umbridge has like protecting Fudge from seeing Cruciatus. Like, oh, she's got a ring yeah. on. I, I think that cat can go to any piece of jewelry. That would be clever. All right. So Hermione <laughs> does, does her big famous stupid uh, lie and gets them into trouble. The lie about let's go to the forest. Yeah. yeah. The secret weapon. The weapon. The big weapon. Yeah. And you know what it was? It was love. Come on. The greatest weapon is love. Okay, Harry love. and the Potters. Sorry. Sorry. I love that song. It's one of my favorites. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they go tromping through the forest. Off into the forest. I love going into the forest. You never know what you're going to find. Can I just talk about in this case, Imelda Staunton in this scene? Yes. So good. Her- she... She was, she's awesome. She, she, she got to be like the, the, um, you know, cranky umbridge. What are you taking me in here for? Paranoid umbridge, scared umbridge. And then when the centaurs show up, she's all like, I'm authoritative, ignorant umbridge. And I'm going to call you filthy half breeds and see what it gets me. And it got her plenty of comeuppance. Well, it's just, she's like such a great comedic actress and it's, it's never more apparent. But in this scene, like her body language is amazing. Totally. Excuse me, I am Undersecretary Umbridge. Just, just as if that's. How does she not take like an arrow to the face? Yeah, yeah. How do they miss her? <laughs> they're centaurs. I mean, Come on. They're pretty good shots, you'd think. I wish they'd clarified the centaur lore and and their yeah. like laws about not damaging foals, as they called them. You know. You know, the, the the centaurs in Narnia, I have to say, were better than the ones in, in Harry Potter. Yeah, I agree. Sadly, there's a lot of things in Narnia that are really good. And it's not that we're down on the movies. We love, we love, love, love. I love these movies. Absolutely. I watch them. Yeah. It's just that, you know, can't be fair unless it's... we're critical of certain things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the... Because they were distinct from each other in Narnia. That's what I liked about them. Yeah. Well, say it again. They were more. They were more distinct from each other. Each because individual in Harry Potter, they're in all con- in they're computer, they are yeah? in, in here, in Harry Potter. Yeah, that, I think that's where your problem lies. Because I'm always been a big fan when you mingle the CG and the practical. I think it just works better. I mean, there is. I think there is some like modeling and stuff like that, but but it's not. I mean, it's not as much. I, it's just they were more. They were more individual characters and more. I think believable as a herd. Mm-hmm. Not you. 
Yeah. Which is uh. a shame. But, you know, but that, did you, let me ask you this. This is about, we we're talking about Umbridge, you know, and her body language. Do you think, because those shouts bounce off her or didn't get hit, do you think she's that powerful that she exudes so much evil power that just kind of like helped? Because I didn't see her do any like shield charms, right? I mean, she didn't. She did a which, quick, she did like a quick like Protego, like that kind of, okay. that kind of invisible shield briefly. Well, they were going after um, Grop, weren't they? They weren't going after her because they were going to... Um, but it doesn't make was, any sense why they went after Grop. That's true. I don't know. Well, he was, I know I'm not a big fan of Grop. I know, and choking the choking the one centaur with the rope. That's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. That's right. I know. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I did that. that. I know. I'm like, Those so it's... Umbr- 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 Umbridge's Umbr- Umbr- Yeah. The, uh, like, incarcerist or whatever. Yeah. So attack Grop is to, like, be helping Umbridge. So what the hell? Well, maybe they were just trying to assume that like the the the, the, the two um, are natural enemies or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's a I mean, giant, you know. Well, because they already established that he ripped up the trees, and they were upset with Hagrid already. Yeah. yeah. The, well, that's the book. Yeah. Although, ad- admittedly, it's a lot easier for a a CG character to fire a CG arrow at another CG character than it is to have that same arrow try to hit that a live true. actor. That's a, uh, that's a very good point. Then, <laughs> that's very honestly, the arrows weren't even. How many arrows did they Excellent fire? Point. Totally not worth it. Because they didn't. They didn't need that. Like the whole point for the arrows being fired in the book the was to get the, the Thestrals over here with the blood. So in the movie, technically, they didn't really need to. So maybe that's why they didn't spend so much time on it. It was just a reaction rather than because you know in the book that played a, a role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's yeah. just well, the centaurs aren't going to be like fist fighting or anything. Yeah, because it is weird why they carried her off and they could have just, you know, awesome. just killed her there. But I guess this is a children's book and children's movie, so yeah. <laughs> the lighter end of things. Well, ish. Yeah. Well, I don't so. know. All right, so they so they run off onto the bridge and they meet up with their with their. Friends. Wait, before we get there, can I just say this in the theater that every time when Dan Radcliffe would say or Harry would say, "I must not tell lies," the yeah, entire audience yeah. applauded, you know, or laughed. With yeah, them. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was fantastic. Well, it's great too. I'm sorry, it's, Professor, it's from I must the not book tell too, lies. And it's nice when they Brilliant. when they can. The screenwriter. No, no. I, I mean, think, I, I mean, it's it's a nice way. Like, it's a line, line from the book. book. I must not tell lies that they put in a nice. You know, it's it's a nice adaptation. Right. I mean, I like it. Nice little recall moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Harry is a, a little, BA, little Hollywood, so. little badass. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, but it's a, lo- it was a little cool. better than. <laughs> yeah, but wow, we love Professor him. Professor Lupin's really having a bad night. <laughs> what? It's just oh, a similar kind of quip to his. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When Lupin's running around. Yeah, and he says, Professor Lupin's having a bad night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, okay. LOL, Harry. So anyway. they go on to the bridge, which actually is a really short bridge with a picture behind it. It's really, yeah. It's really funny. It makes me laugh. And um, they meet up with the group, and <laughs> Hermione is shocked that Ron had a plan that worked. <laughs> you have a brain? That's amazing. Oh I was just in love with your muscles. <laughs> Ron, <laughs> just, just not even going to go there. <laughs> anyway. And they all get pissy. But, like, come on, come yeah. on. Is this just, but Neville, like, stands up. He's like, what, was it words? You know? Yeah. Did, no. did, did she come say... On, you don't want us to come? Did Jenny say anything about bat bogey oh. hex? No, it was, the, it was the puking pestles. Oh, okay. No, I think yeah. there... Yeah, it was the puking pestles. What didn't there... Isn't there something... I really need to draw the back bogey hex, because in my head it looks... Oh, please do. That would be the coolest thing, because, I mean, I want to ask Joe, what exactly is that hex? I think it's transfiguring your boogers into bats. That's just... Wait, hold on a second. My 
son would love that. You know, that's why kids love that that spell. They think it's hysterical. You know. Oh no, there's nothing about backbugging. Oh, boo. I should because that's her. That's boo. her. Her, her okay. signature spell, yeah. man. You know. Yeah, totally. You should have that. In. <laughs> so then, as we fly, of oh, course. Luna. Yay! Yay, Bono! Yay, Luna! We love you. She does that so perfectly. Her little face. They zoom right in on her. You know. Yeah. So cool. I'm sad they didn't let her do side yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah, that would have been fun. Now, did they show? I don't. I, I wish they would have shown know. more of like the other ones being all freaked out that they're flying on nothing. Because that was such a cool concept in the books, but they didn't really address it too much. Yeah, all of a sudden everybody could see the Thestrals. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden there was not an issue there. That's. It's kind of a confusing thing yeah. to explain briefly in a movie. But then why explain it really at all? Because if it's for them to have that scene, you can only see them if you've seen death. Now they're basically saying that all these people have seen death. Yeah. That's true. Doesn't really yeah. quite jibe. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. It's fine. It doesn't become a, made a big issue later, you know? So. wonder how long it took to get from Scotland to well, London. Well, don't they say they're, they're very the fast and good, good with directions? True. And like magically fast yeah. because that's, that's like a 10 hour train trip. That would know? be, oh God, you know, that would be kind of, kind of boring. Or six <laughs> hours. Up in front of the... I mean, how high do they travel off the ground? Are they above the clouds, well, below the clouds? It looked like they were right in the yeah. middle. What's right, because in the book, there, she describes it as they're, like, frozen when they get to London. They're they're cold and, you know, it's kind of chilly. Yeah, I, I don't think they go above the clouds too much. My Thester would go yeah, above the clouds. it's kind of hard to breathe, I guess. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, well, it's your Would I be able to see a Thestral? I don't think I'd be able to see... Would you guys be able to see Thestral? <laughs> oh, I would. Um, I would. Seen someone I die. I would have to know death or have to have seen someone no, die? you have to have seen... Somebody die, or I would imagine hmm. it's really close. You know, I would. that's a very serious question. I started yeah. to make it up so casually. Yeah. That's okay. We're, we're sad. Um, okay, so that's about as yes. far as we're getting because after this, we're in the ministry. That is correct. So, okay, ministry. Well, we're up to the ministry next week, in fact. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sweet. And that's when we have Jason Isaacs right. next week. Just saying. Okay. Who likes Jason Isaacs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Hmm. Bye, guys. And now it's time for Canon Conundrums. Listen in as our panel tries to figure out one specific issue from the Harry Potter canon. Who could possibly figure that out? It's time for Canon Conundrums. The what? I don't even know what this is going to be because this isn't about much of canon we have yet at all. About possible future canon. And the prequel that Joe has written for this charity thingy-majigger. Now, I heard that it involves Sirius, James, and a policeman? Yes. What? Yes. Who said a policeman? It's, I read that somewhere. Okay, this is the thing. Joe wrote um, an 800-word card for a charity auction, and in it, it's going to feature... It's supposed to be a cl- closely revealed secret, but the manager of Waterstones told the Guardian newspaper that it's going to involve um, James... James Potter and Sirius Black and Joe said on her website that it takes place three years before Harry was born and that there involves a policeman. Now, are they in school? This is the question. No, because they were Harry was born in 80. Mm -hmm. So that means this took place in 77. But they were like 21 when they graduated when Harry was born or something. It's like the timeline seems to suggest that. So were they 17 or 18? Had they graduated or not? You know? Oh, I would imagine they had graduated. I guess. For some reason. I guess. I guess. For some reason, I, I assume. Well, because if 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 he weren't graduated, why wouldn't the whole all the Marauders be there? 
Because this is after. Well, but re- remember, no, though. No, it wouldn't be after the betrayal. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe she just couldn't have all of them in there. I mean, because she only had 800 words so that she could fit on that note card. So Yeah, yeah. and I think she would want to be freed from the constriction of, of the school where they have to go along a certain schedule, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You know? right. Besides, what would a muggle, the, the word was policeman. And, you know, there's not too many wizard policemen they would be muggles so well they call them they could, it wouldn't be a, a, a wizard because remember arthur calls them please oh, right right that's true <laughs> so if it's a policeman right. it's got to be a muggle yeah. so it's basically serious and james just getting into yeah. trouble is is this 800 words oh that's I'm, what I'm excited i'm anticipating it's just something something silly fun and then they're gonna like confund the the cop the, or something but the war is going on right. at this point exactly right exactly right melissa the, the war, war is on full bloom so maybe it won't be a light story so what how you know i don't know maybe it's like a break it's sort of like joe writing her own fan fiction <laughs> i love that description that's <laughs> a good can't. way to say it that's funny i mean i know she can't she technically cannot write fan fiction but it is like those little like stolen moments that fanfic writers are just like they just love to write yeah you know and it's it's like that. And I would love to see how much of it she's written in general. Oh, you know, God. God, I just want to just dive into her. Notes. Oh, I, you can imagine. You can just imagine what it would just be. Because that's why I wanted to just print it. She doesn't need to rewrite anything. Just print those volumes of notebooks that we've seen. You know, I mean, just, you know, that you've seen in news reports of or just boxes of them. I just want it all. I would volunteer to help type. Good type. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I never make any typos. <laughs> That one finger type dip, 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 dip. You can spell dollish. And I have perfect yeah. spelling. I wonder how good her handwriting is when she's writing in those things, though. I'd imagine after um, Beetle the Bard, her handwriting is pretty good. Well, she did all this before Beetle the Bard. She was? No, she didn't. All of, her, all of her old notebooks? Are you oh, talking about, well, just talking about the card? Card. I think her writing's pretty good. I mean, if you go into her website and you do like the games or the puzzles, figure them out, you always, you get like a reward. And you, a lot of times you'll get the original piece yeah. from like her original drawings or a page like where she lists stuff. Oh, and her, yeah. I, it's, it's legible. You certainly can read it. So Probably picked the pages uh, that, um, you know, probably had the best handwriting. Well, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I, I doubt she's that vain. Well, you were having computer issues. We uh, were saying that it has to be like basically that the, the the war is on at this time. Three years in, three years sure. before Harry was born, but that yeah. the manager of Waterstone said that it has to do with James Sirius and a policeman, which has to be a muggle because Arthur calls them please men. So it's not a wizarding unless it is a yeah. wizarding policeman, and the Waterstone's manager is just yeah. Maybe yeah. know what horror was right. Maybe doesn't know what horror is. Law enforcement. So do you think it's like light? Like going to be like light fair or will be kind of a deeper exploration I mean she just said that she sat down and the words started flowing from her pen very easily I really yeah. like how she said that like yeah. an addict yeah <laughs> so, like an addict. <laughs> and everyone is like we'll feed your addiction Joe come on give it to us we'll give you more <laughs> I know we're all yes we are <laughs> one of us we'll just keep pushing yeah. oh god but it's true it's terrible. I, from the nature of it, just because it's a short story, I would think it's it would it would lean more towards just the light hearted, mm-hmm. like whimsy yeah. side of it. I agree. It'd be fun to see them just kind of horsing around. It's like a, a little day in the life. Okay, say say it say it is serious though. Say it's it is during the war. It's a wartime scene, you know? I mean, we don't know. Maybe if it's just those two could say, Hey, we're gonna hook up. Maybe it's when they decide to go go meet with Dumbledore and fight. I don't know. Who knows? I could see them going out like for like, you know, uh, lunch or something, <laughs> just talking about, you know, 
just getting caught up on things. It's like, hey, how's Lily doing? Or, hey, or what's going on with the Remus series? Are you guys together? Or, you know, just going on about um, just random no, things. No, John. <laughs> you thought I was going to ignore that. <laughs> you know, things are just having a light yeah. chat. Yeah, they're sitting talking about their grocery mm-hmm. lists. And, oh, yeah. Their potion lists. Here's how the war is going. What if, could you imagine if she outs somebody in this 800 card thing, 800 word no. thing? No, it's going to be like, the. I think it'll be like a little adventure between the two of them, like a little like scene between friends, which, you know, frankly, we yeah, have never gotten exactly. of them. Oh, it's going to be me. I know. Just randomly just having fun doing things. Totally. What if they have like a party, like a wizard party? Oh, they got busted for um, breaking the noise party. laws yeah, or something. Okay. So there's a policeman. So what do you think's going on? Like, what, are they, are they stealing something? Are they trying to, to just pull a prank? I'd imagine yeah. them pulling a prank and then knowing yeah. they can get away with and it. And they got busted. Do you think Lily will make an appearance? You think they I hope so. Confund us the the police officer? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Would you would you guys do confund us if you were a wizard and you got caught? Would you, you would you guys actually do that spell? <laughs> Heck yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no hesitation there. Yeah. I think it depends on what I was doing. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it's not something serious, if we're just kind of like pulling a prank, like that's, you know, nobody's hurt. Nobody's, you know, if you're just pulling a prank and it's, it's, it's no big deal, I would. Do you you think that there's a toilet papering spell for like, if you want to TP houses when you're a wizard? I'm sure. I'm sure if anybody comes up with it, it's James and serious. I want Joa to invent that because that needs to be in the list of spells. I admit I've toilet papered when I was my youth too, so that would be a pretty handy spell to have. I did! I know I'm ashamed, but it's true. I had the little slither moments every now and then. And it was fun! I'm very very embarrassed to say that I have never been a part of a TPing adventure, and I hope to rectify that this summer as I travel through uh, Georgia. (laughs) So this is going to be called James Potter. James Potter and and the... the, the toilet papering adventure. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be amazing. James Potter and the toilet papering. <laughs> Do they toilet waters. paper in England or is it like, you know, they're cons- conserving resources and not wasting they things? day over there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if you live in England and you've ever toilet papered somebody, <laughs> come on, can we really talk about what podcast. we think this is going to be about? <laughs> okay. I honestly think it's probably just going to be them kind of like going into muggle culture and having to handle themselves. But I'm just yeah. so glad that Joe is, is willing to take, go back, dive into the, that era that she has this all planned out, you know, yeah. and that she knows enough about that, that era that we've all speculated about, you know, and yeah, well, let's see. Yeah, that she knows so much about the characters that it's not, you know, taxing. She said it just kind of flew out of her. It wasn't like she sat down and planned this. This is just something like, you know, this is who these people are. Yeah. These people are real, are real to her, you know? Well, just, just, just think, uh, she it's, could sit down and think about James, and then she could figure out the story just from concentrating a little bit. And I'm like, oh, well, of course, James did that with Sirius three years ago. Well, you know, they went to the went to grab lunch, and some guy was hitting on, or well, some girl was hitting on Sirius. And well, here's a question: It's all it, is it canon? Yeah. Yes, it's canon. Yeah, anything out of it. her pen is canon. That's what I think. But That's my rule. Her, but a lot of people view that canon is what's published. Ah, and so I. Like I, I had a um, discussion with some friends a couple months ago. It's like, no, canon's what's published. Published by Joe or published by anybody? Published in the books in the yeah, series. Like wow. canon does not ex- exist outside the series. Well, but like, here, like, like some of her notes, I'm sure, contradict yeah, each other. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure there are drafts, and not, you know, it's not, it's not as though it came out as a as an unblemished plan. So, 
I would say that the, what's in the books is published and then and then is canon and then whatever she like adds to it. Like, for instance, it gives extra information on her website yeah. or or this this piece, which she says is, is accepted Harry Potter material. I wouldn't say that everything in her notes is canon because some of it got deleted and contradicted. And, you know, yeah. Ooh, I'm Melissa, I'm logical. Supplemental <laughs> canon. Uh. I love when your snarky side comes out. It makes a lot of sense, though, because I would have argued happy. against that, you know, 10 minutes ago. But now you're like, you're funny. like fine. I'm, Melissa, I'm logical. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frack. Oh. So you have a little bit of Ravenclaw in you, Melissa. I think I have a, a lot. See, because I had wanted them to, like, go someplace. Like, I would be neat, like, okay, they're out house hunting. They're looking at Godric's Hollow, and they cause trouble or something you know i, just, <laughs> I wanted her to tie it in somehow to, to the events in deathly hallows a little bit more so it gave a little bit more i don't know or maybe you know they're out when the tree is planted or something i don't know but that the policeman kind of throws it for a yeah. loop or there's like when there's like nods to things that we see the in the, the whomping willow oh, or right. there's like nods to things that we see in the in the in the book you know like that'd be a lot of fun if there's some sort of reference little thing or like it's, that'd be funny if he went to go pick on uh, the Dursleys <laughs> oh, because it was be Petunia's because it was Lily's yeah. relatives and he wanted to pick on Lily's relatives that'd be hilarious be very funny <laughs> that'd be right that'd be awesome <laughs> have we at least established what year that would make them if they're still in Hogwarts or no. if they graduated well they what? might be they're either in last year or they've just yeah. graduated because they're about 21. Snape is 40 or 41 at the, at the time of Goblet of Fire, she said in an interview, which would mean that would make, oh God, I can't do math. The Goblet of Fire, Harry is like 15. So he was, so they were like 25. Wait, Goblet of Fire, Harry was 14. So that was 94. So that's 17 years previous. So they're like 22. So maybe, the, I guess, yeah, I guess, I, I guess yeah, they are post, graduated. I think it's, but it's right before, she said it was three years before he was born, so it just had to been post graduation, though, too, a little bit, you know. Say, oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know where these other numbers are coming from, but I always, I always thought that they had Harry just a few years out of school. Yeah, I don't know where I got that number either, but I'm, I'm having like a memory of that. But I think that, I think that there might be just contradictory yeah, numbers. Yeah, I think that I think that's one of the fuzzy not. areas that we don't have really. Quite. Oh hell, we all thought Dumbledore was 150 years old until Deathly Hallows came out. And he's like and that was based off or something of stuff. or 118. Right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Masks are not Joe's strong yeah. point. We know that. And she said that. So. <laughs> yeah. She says yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah no. And we don't, you know. But yeah. that's fine, though. As long as, you know, but we know it's three years Leap before. So at least that's kind of something. But so, but it is, the war is going on. So. What if, like, what if, like, there's like this huge, like, anvil dropped in this card? Like, something like we find out that. Professor McGonagall was like evil. Or she something. is not evil. No, like, she like, won't do that in eight hundred words. Back. Come on. Do you think there's that there's take anything there's anything? <laughs> okay, I take that particular one back. <laughs> no, because do you she think there's to... anything she could say that could make us rethink a character for the rest no, of the novel? That would be setting up writing a prequel or writing more. And she specifically said she's not doing that. I know, but it'd be just fun to mess with us, though, a little bit. She she would not that. be fun to mess. She with was us. gonna mess with us on purpose, what if, uh-huh, like, and get the you know millions of people. What if what if we found out? that like what if we what if in those 800 words like we find out Sirius um bewitches some some cat or no some person and turns him into cat. a cat and then that person turns into is actually Mrs. Norris all along that well, would be cool and, that would be a neat thing to learn yeah 
But that'd be like explaining something. That's not opening something right. up. She wouldn't open something up if she didn't intend right. to close it. I just mean something that would make us rethink somebody. Like, yeah. like Mrs. Norris, if she was a muggle that serious bewitched by accident, never told anybody, and then brought him to Philip and be like, hey, have a, have a cat. And he's like, oh, thanks, Sirius. And hey, have a cat. Have a cat. I don't, know, I don't really know what manners are for gifting cats, but perhaps it's acceptable over there. Cats choose the owner. It's like the wand. Oh, come on. They, they, they do. do. They, they sit there in a cage and look cute and hope someone takes uh-uh. them. Out. Nope. Cats oh, like I think wands. I they think my Crookshanks deliberately chose Hermione. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she jumped on her. I mean, she's okay. Well, that's a Kniesel well, we're talking about. Still... Hey, he's half cat. So and Bella, Bella, my cat is. I'm very close to my Bella. Yeah, he's meant to be. Yeah, I've had Sassy for eleven or seventeen. How did he get on this? I don't know. John, that's what he left out. John wanted to transfure a cat into Mrs. Norris. Okay, people. But all right, I just. What do you think? I think that's an. I think that's all we can bleed out of yes, this. But well, no, June eleventh. It'll be online. We'll see it. It'll be there. Woohoo! Can't wait. Yeah. Very I want everybody's predictions in now. June eleventh is my brother's birthday. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> FYI, <I'm by>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Hi, brother. Okay. Hey, brother. Hey, hey brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Bye, guys. Bye. Good, good, good card talk. Later, guys. The drums. Yay. Da-da-da, da-da-da. Drum, 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 drum. I have to start the drums uh. with a bit of Uh-oh. uh sad, sad news for me anyway. Uh, and compl- completely off Potter topic. But <laughs> I just found out from our friend uh, Matt Britton, who was trying to get a job at Disneyland today, that they are already at capacity of employees for the whole summer. Whoa. Which is a bummer because I wanted to work there. And that makes me sad. So I don't know where to work now. So if anybody has any fun There's ideas for the summer There's always the Disney jobs, store at the mall. Yeah, I need a fun summer, summer job. job. in LA because you got to go move to LA like everybody in the world. Yep, I got it. I'm moving to California. So anybody in Southern California or even better yet, just in, and there's a small chance in the world anybody works at Disneyland in a position to get me a job. That'd be swell. <laughs> but I'm very doubtful of that. But I might as well throw it out there because we've had good luck in the past. Yeah. So anyway, I say Starbucks. You know, that's on my list. Starbucks and Chipotle are on my list. Don't Chipotle. work at Chipotle, John. You can't work at Chipotle. You will gain 600 you. pounds. You will. Uh, you'll eat so bad. It will ruin the magic. Yeah. I know. It would be so unhealthy by the end of the I summer. I was thinking, like, what would, be more, what would be more funny for me to work at Chipotle or at a competitor's burrito place? No. <laughs> well, at least That'd at a competitor's, be, you wouldn't uh, eat, the, eat the merchandise. Right. Yeah, this is true. Though I will say this for Qdoba. They have a rewards program where every 10 burritos you get a free one. Chipotle, uh-uh, they don't have one. This is disappointing to me. Because Qdoba makes a very close burrito to Chipotle because they copied their ingredients and the recipe almost to a T. Mm. But uh, don't even get me started. Anyway, there's bound to be other uh, on-topic things we could be talking about. <laughs> well, I think you should work at a Starbucks and use all, when I come to visit, use all your free Starbucks on me. Do, they, do you get oh, free so Starbucks you're gonna, you're gonna when you work there? Yeah, you do. Down here in you do get California. I think I think you get like one or two. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I you get free drinks when you're on the clock, and you get a pound of free co- a pound of coffee each week for free. Dang. And you get a discount. When I, I just, man, I should I work at Starbucks. 
And I, even when I didn't need to work at Starbucks, I still worked there one day a week for three months because I had to wean myself off of the awesome discount. <laughs> That's amazing. And free coffee. A free no, pound I, of coffee just, a week is great. You can't go through a pound of coffee in a week. Oh, I just can't. registered my Starbucks card online, so now I get uh, free syrups and free milks. Woo! But I'm totally, I'm totally a, a, a new coffee drinker. This is like so new for me. I know me. because coffee you. But I, I finally went from just fraps to lattes and fraps to now I drink the iced coffee. See, I and told now, you, frappuccino is yeah. a gateway drug into coffee. It, it did it. It did the trick. So we have a fun story from this week. You do? Well, let's hear it. John has a kayak. Oh, are we telling it on Pottercast now? Okay, let's do it. You, what are you talking about? You were always talking about telling it on the drums. Now you're all surprised. Uh, nor talking about John's, you know, kayak stories. It's brilliant. All right. No, it's brilliant because John is says to us, we have this kayak. It fits two people. Mm-hmm. I've put three people on it before. It will be fine with four. We'll be, we'll do it. We'll be fine. We're like, to you be sure, f- you sure, you sure, you sure, you sure. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We'll be fine. I'm 100% sure. I'm confident. We'll be fine. Shout us all down. Okay. His sister, Anna, is like, uh, yeah, you guys are crazy. Whatever. Have fun. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, I'm staying here. See you later. So me and John and Bree and Rita get in the kayak. And things are going fine. We're at least floating upright. Um, yeah. Started out About halfway fine. out, John realizes that there's a plug in the middle of the boat that he didn't remember to close. <laughs> Before we, it's like a hollow. It's a hollow thing. So now the boat is filling up with water. No, which is bad. Outside of making us sink. Okay, in the middle, it's it is a two mile row to this sandbar that we're going to. We did not know it was this far. I thought it was maybe at most a mile. Two miles. It was two miles. I did a Google thing. So yeah. So now we're like sinking. Okay, and so when you're sinking, it is also easier to tip because it requires less of a motion to either side to make you tip. Right. Right? Yes. So so then, so then, you know, sure enough, we get right to the center. There's like a buoy and somebody shifts their weight just a smidge. And yeah. all of a sudden I hear John going, here we go. Here no, we go. go. Everybody, boom, right in the water. Okay. So we're yeah. laughing our, I mean, we're laughing so hard. And of course we're stupid that we don't leave until five. So or it was like 5.30 that yeah. and so we, we figured we'll be back before sun, sunset which is like 8 right yeah. so and thank god right before we left we put the cameras back on the deck okay we almost um, brought all of our cameras in a ziploc yeah. bag just in gonna, case they got tip. splashed we're not gonna tip okay yeah so then we all we, we all clamber back into the boat in the middle of the bay and I don't know it's the ocean at this point and John stays in the back and starts pushing in the back while I and Bree are rowing okay so yeah. we finally Rita's up there calling stroke. Yeah, she's calling like right <laughs> and left. Okay, we, like, we're like we're like the worst college crew team you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. So Jinx. we're now. So we almost we just we we almost turned back about six times, but we had made it so far. We're like, all right, all right, let's just make it there. We'll make it there. We'll be able to get out, turn the boat over, get rid of the water, close up the hole. We'll be fine, you know. We get there, and Mr. I've been to the sandbar so many times, brought us uh, to the wrong place, A. B, we get to this place, you can't stand. As soon as you put your foot down, you sink to your knee. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see, we went to the wrong part of the island. There's no stand, like, what there's nothing to stand was- on. And then Somebody when you told en- Locke to move the island. <laughs> move. And Just like the Locke island was the moved. Island, uh-huh. And when you do stand up, okay, you do stand up, you fall in and there's like 
cocktails or maybe perhaps like crabs underneath that are like scratching your legs and it's it's terrifying. There's Yeah, those are where the scratchy crabs lived. We found their habitat. Well, so. you never know what what's burrowed in there. So Yeah. So we're all freaking out. We turn the boat over, empty out the water, plug up the hole, and at least now we have less water in it, so we're going to try and make it back. John, so basically we've been rowing for an hour and a half. Oh, correction, I've been rowing for an hour and a half. John's been pushing for 45 minutes. Bree's been rowing for 45 minutes. And so we get back in, and we're like, all right, if we don't get back in another hour, the sun's going to go down. We're going to be pitch black in the middle of the ocean. Right. So, yeah. Because we didn't bring any life jackets either, because we're smart. So, no life jackets, um, no phone, no whistle, no light, no anything. Oh, my God. Tell anybody so where we smart. are. <laughs> so, so we get back in, and John and I start fighting about physics, because I'm telling him that there's no... Because he's maintaining, maintaining that we are in more danger of sinking right now than we were otherwise, which cannot possibly be true unless there's a new hole in the boat, because we've emptied out the water and plugged up the hole, so only if that hollow fills up with water would we sink. We might tip still, absolutely, well, now, because we can't maintain our balance, you know? But Here's the part that, that I, I must have never gotten across to, is those plastic plugs in the center of the boat that generally are above the water most of the time and can stop water from being splashed into it were submerged under a few inches of water that we still could not get out of the but boat. But here's and the part that plugs you... Plugs were not meant to keep water from out from inside but of it when the water is sitting the part on it. that you are failing to grasp. If we made it to the middle without sinking with four people in the boat and an open plug and we turned it over, plugged up the plug, had only three people in the boat and were floating, we were not in more danger of sinking than before with less weight and less holes... It is physically impossible to be in more it was just danger a of sinking. Gradual, the gradual no, taking in of water is all. And the longer we were out there, the more it would take in. Not when you it, get. It wasn't. No, sealed. John. Listen to me, John. If 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 we had been straight in the water all that time, yeah, the gradual would make sense. But when you get to something, you turn the boat over. You have less water in it. You've plugged up a hole, and you have less weight in the boat. It's like starting from zero again. We would have had to be out for more than we were before for it to, for the gradual effect to have been more. So there's no, there's absolutely no logical way it could. We were in more danger of sinking. Regardless, John was in the back pushing, and finally we're like, I'm like, just get in the boat. Just no, Bree, Bree got out and she's pushing. It's just a calamity in all in all we're, respect. So was terrified of the ocean. <laughs> It's terrifying. The ocean. There's stingrays on the bottom. So finally, we just give up. We all fall in again, and we put up our oar. And of course, it's like something out of like Gilligan's Island. Mister Most Hot Sailor Ever comes by. Oh, thank you. us him. We called him Captain Hot, and he was just like gleaming teeth, tan, you know, musky, uh. the whole thing. And of course, John just pretends he doesn't exist, but. The girls, the girls and I. Were, I didn't were, even were notice happy. what he looked like. I was all concerned about getting back you to didn't the notice. house. You didn't notice us all being <laughs> pulled over. Like, by who this was guy's he? Look. Was he a random sailor? Was he a coast guard? What? Get this! He's the guy that made John's pool. No. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. He's the damn pool builder of all people. <laughs> it saved your butt. The pool that digger is, is the best. <laughs> And the funny part was, is I told my family this story, and they're like, oh, yeah, the hot pool guy. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, this was years ago, and they still remember Did him. you guys at least get pictures with him? Is that hot? I got one. Oh, did they get pictures of him? <laughs> Absolutely. It's on Facebook. So did he give oh. you guys a toe, or yeah. what happened? 
How did you guys? We pulled us into the boats and then he tied the boat to the to the to his boat and towed us towed us <laughs> over and we and we got home okay. The SS Pottercast almost sank out there in the Seriously. keys. That is just too hysterical. Oh my god! <laughs> if we had not gotten towed in, it would have been dark before, you know. Dude. So yeah, yeah. I think it, it was a nightmare. Very bad. Never again. <laughs> Great sailing yeah. adventure. And then then the the kicker the kicker. We say to John. How, why were you so sure that four people could have done this? Oh, I asked my mom and she thought it'd be fine. Yeah. Not Mr. Well, I'm personally be, sure. The, the, the kayak has Moms have a lot of seats authority. for three people. There is there is a seat in the middle of no, the two John, paddlers for a That's third. not a seat. That's a cheat somebody onto a seat. That's not a seat. There are actual physical seats and there are only two of them. Well, there's two paddle seats and then there's a seat in the center. No, that's I'll something that you're calling a seat that's not actually a seat. I promise you it's a third seat. <laughs> okay. There's not a fourth seat for sure. Absolutely not a fourth seat. It's a third seat. non-seat. I just, I really <laughs> right, wanted to see you in the sinking sand barge trying to dump that boat. I can it just... Was... <laughs> I mean, you can just imagine. Yeah. John and I are fighting about physics in the middle of the ocean. Like, it... Melissa was calling out my, my grade card here in the middle of the ocean. Was it high school physics or college physics? Because I'm explaining to him, I'm like, how, am I, how much, how many years of physics have you taken that you can understand this? So he's like, two. First of all, I call BS. You took one year of physics in high school. I, I took, took a it year in, in high school and a year in college. You did not. I did. It was required. Any GED requires. Didn't. Mine uh, wasn't required. Well, it was for I had me. To take it. I state maybe did. It must. It must. Know, but that's too hysterical. I took pre-med physics, like the intense. It doesn't even take physics. It takes common I know, it's sense. Just pure logic is what that is. Well, Sue, me and you need to go get in a predicament. I think so, Frank. No. We're, we're missing. We're we're missing the boat. Da-dum-bum. <laughs> oh my god! I just can't what see you guys doing that. So what we're saying is that kayak races in the future are definitely out. Is this what we're the lesson of the story is? Yeah. Well, unless we have proper amount of people I on see. a boat. Well, if that if that if that tournament at that at that conference that time was was kayaking, we would have lost. <laughs> you remember when you guys won uh, the water yes. quidditch? If it was like podcast canoe, <laughs> forget it. Podcast canoe. <laughs> hey, I went to the when I went hiking a couple weeks ago. I we got a rowboat and I figured out how to row. So maybe. Oh, I love. I maybe love, we got see, something going I love. On. I love water sports. I love to sail and to row and kayak and that. <laughs> Could have just thought. I have to say, Sue, I really enjoyed the rowing part. I rowed the whole the whole time, like an hour and a half straight. We took little breaks, obviously, because it was really hard. But I, yeah, I really enjoyed that part. Was it one or like the, yeah. or was it two? One or. Oh, cool. I did two oars. And then we, the current was turning us around, so we couldn't stay on a straight course. So, like John would have to put his oar in the water, and one of us right. would have to turn, like paddle to turn it around. It was just. And, we were not and the tide was not coming in then or anything. You didn't have that work in the kitchen, though. No, it was low tide. <laughs> I mean, never again. <laughs> I just can't even believe it. you all are just some goodness sakes. That's it funny. funny. Well, thank God you're safe, though. I mean, I mean, we're laughing, yeah. but thank God you're safe. But still, that's just, well, another 15 you know. minutes and it would have been pitch black yeah. outside. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, you would have had to put up red sparks in the air for Hagrid to come save you. We had nothing. We had nothing to do. That <laughs> would have been helpful. We would have had a swim. I don't think Hagrid would have seen otherwise. <sighs> anyway. Right. Otherwise, fun time. Techpowdercast.com for the uh, Make a Man Out of You video, which was the theme of the trip. 
John, what's happening with the acting troupe? Oh, I'm glad you asked. We have our <laughs> script doing real well. Um, we're going to have some uh, some callback scripts for the people who will be calling back, which will be um, by the time this uh, show airs on Pottercast.com within a day or so, based off your votes and based off of the votes of the uh, Pottercast for here, plus our, our writers, uh, Meg and Joe. Um, not, not that Joe, but another Don't tell them. English Joe. Um, and we will also be getting in contact with so many of you uh, volunteers to be in the crew, um, including people. We've had volunteers to do the music for the show and um, other miscellaneous sound and stuff. Still looking for some additional uh, help for editing the show, which is important. Um, I'll put some Very details important. on the side about that, though. Um, but uh, otherwise, this, we're going to run it for six episodes this season. The season goes well. We will consider a, a second season, but it will be a six-episode run. And uh, and hopefully, once we get recording with everybody and we get the first episode out, we should have um, the the episodes come out uh, within three weeks of each other. And uh, it should be awesome. And uh, I think that's as much of an update as I got. Very cool. Can I say one personal thing? And I think this is from all of us. Our no. dear witchy helper, no. Miss Chloe, is graduating from high school this this weekend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yay, yes. Chloe. Congratulations, Yay Chloe. Yay to all the graduates. And I think Super Alex, is he graduating too? Or I don't know. But people are... He yep. is. And he is at prom tonight. Oh, Alex at prom. Oh, Alex. And, um... Get the U-Ball. Yeah, and Chloe was in was in New York this week helping at Scholastic. You know that? Ooh. I heard about that. Yeah, she did a little internship there for a week. It was awesome. great. Go, Chloe, go. With yeah. Cheryl. With the lovely divine Miss Cheryl, Miss mm-hmm. T. Hi, Cheryl. And it was lovely. Yeah. Hi, Cheryl. I would love to do an internship with Hot Cheryl. I bet you would. <laughs> what? That would be fun. I wouldn't get on her nerves at Arthur all. Arthur would kill you. you know, if, if, Cheryl, if Cheryl needs anything, if Cheryl needs anything, it's me to help her edit her spelling. Because I am oh, best yeah. at editing spelling. I would love to see you play her in Scrabble. She would mop the floor uh, with you. Ooh, Scrabble. I can, I can make up some good no. words. Yeah, basically, when the first time I asked if she wanted to play a game, she basically, we, we had, weren't that good friends yet, and she just said, I don't think our relationship is ready for that. <laughs> That's how good she is. That it intimidates friends. So she yeah. waits a while before being ready to play Scrabble. I guess she's so good at it. But That's um, really funny. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm not going to be here next week. Where are you going? What? I am taking my first non-Harry related vacation in about wow. like five years. Me oh and dolphins gosh. and no computer and... and oh, we're playing Spy on <laughs> Melissa, aren't we? <laughs> No, nobody's spying on me on the beach. Thank you very much. Where are you going? Uh, to the Bahamas. Ooh, fancy for for, for a couple of days. Basically, this grew out of like a couple of days before my deadline. I called my mother up briefly and um, to talk about like something about my sister's wedding shower, and I started hysterical crying <laughs> out of nowhere. It was like one of those things where if you look down and your shoelace is untied, you just start crying because you're so stressed out. Oh, I had one and of those a couple weeks ago. Basically, my parents were like, "You." my dear, are going on vacation when your book is in. I don't want to hear it. So I, you know, I I took the leap and I'm going to go veg uh, for a couple days finally. For, That's for great. In a long time. So. Melissa? Uh, if anybody would like to audition for the role of Melissa next week, Shut email up. us at staff at 
You must have an annoying cat. Melissa. And you must get on my nerves talking Sue about kayak stories. Sue is saying something. Okay, let's hear it, so. I just want to say, Melissa, please no water. <laughs> not no way. Or if you go. Unless you know there is a hot sailor no. in your shop. <laughs> That's true. And then go you for know, it. There you go. You know, girls out there, if you're looking for a man and you, and you need a way to get introduced, take a kayak out nearby, uh, somewhere <laughs> like that where lots of men are fishing and boating about. And that's, that's not a bad way to meet somebody. But bring We're a life jacket just in way. case. I think, yeah. I think there's, How about we not advise that people do that at probably, home? Oh. Right, right. Better dating tips than that, but you know, I guess. Podcast is not <laughs> responsible for drowned people or boating vehicles. That's not funny. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. All right, I think oh. it's time we we hightailed it out of here. What about oh, the French I think word? It's, uh, time. Do we yeah. have to start swiddling those dials? I think we need. Oh, a hey, French I didn't word. do my French word. Oh, yes, do your word. You guys have, you guys have to help What's me with this word? because I wanted to find out what interfering trout was in French. And that was um, what Doge said that Rita Skeeter was. She said she was, an, she was an interfering trout, which I thought was one of the best lines in the entire yeah. series. And, um, I still don't know what it means. That's mm-hmm. what it why trout? Why would we call somebody a trout? Because it they're, like, swimming funny. Upstream or something? Or is that salmon? Because she's like a... It sounds funny. That's all. That's oh, it. Oh, I get it. It's funny. All right, so it's basically I, I, I'm gonna massacre this so badly. It's treat fuinus. Treat fuinus. T r u i t e f o u i n e u s d. Frenchy people. That's treat. what it is in the book. Treat fuinus. Treat fuinus. This is bad. Fuinus. I, I can't know. say it. I took three years. Of high school I like French. these words. And it's a nosy trout. <laughs> I love keep it. Saying Perfect. That. Okay. I like it. Now let's twiddle dials. Till next time, guys. Keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be prequel. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Um, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, and about time to. We've missed it. I confess myself. Now, if you two don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun.